If you don't protect what belongs to you, then sooner or later, it belongs to someone else. That goes for your land, your wallet, your home, your country, everything. It is your job as a man to protect it. It's a story of America, the story of the whole goddamn world. And ain't nothing changing it. Not you, not me, nobody. Are you saying that Eric's death was my fault? If I failed Eric, then you failed your wife. Careful. She died hating you. And you will never see her again. Welcome to Fear Me. Fear Me. You just fear me. Hi, I'm Kim. Stuart. Scott. Welcome to the Fear Me Podcast. This is episode 161. Yes, it is. Yay. Still <laughs> loving the Mark LaVarnway music? Yes. Yes. Unfortunately, no Mark LaVarnway, though. No Mark LaVarnway this week. But his presence is felt. Yeah. It is felt. That was a really good episode last week. You know, Mark was super sick when he was recording last week. Actually, I think he passed it on to you, Scott. Yeah, some, somehow through the microphone. Through the microphone, through the waves. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it, bud. Right. So he was super sick last week while we were recording, and when he emerged from his fog, he listened to our episode, and he was like, that was pretty awesome. People may notice Scott go in and out of voice a little bit since he's yes. sick this week, um, and he, he's also trying out to be a extra for the Whisperers. Yes, yes. I have... Um... Yes, I've lost my voice somewhat over the last couple of days, and it's it's provided me with a certain empathy for the whispers. Um, <laughs> I now understand why they whisper. I mean, if you think about it, they're living in the woods, and the woods are damp and cold, yes. so ah. it's it's going to take a toll on your immune system. Yeah, so I would think so. I imagine that they are constantly dealing with colds and the flu. Well, that Colds and, and flu season. That and possibly breathing in some rotting flesh. Correct. Well, that, that is a contributing the factor. Yeah. yeah. But but I think it's definitely fluid on their lungs that is causing them to whisper. Ah, okay. Okay? Okay. So I just wanted to clarify that and make sure everybody's an understanding what's really Thank going you. on. Thank they you, all Dr. think Scott. they're at a golf tournament. Yes, exactly. They're all gymnats. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't do the quiet clap. Yeah. Oh, alpha, alpha that's because they're 2A. Alpha's approaching game. Alpha's looking at the <laughs> hole. Alpha's thinking. She's pulling hmm. out her knife. <laughs> Alpha is presenting the knife. Alpha. Oh, wait, oh, oh Alpha plunged the knife. Oh. <laughs> yeah, wait. She, oh, she's going for a larger knife. Oh, she's, <laughs> she's reevaluating her knife choice. <laughs> oh, and there goes his face. Bravo. Well shot. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay yeah, we carried that funny. one a little too long um that was great i did i did have a question though when we were talking about the whispers because mark was bringing this up last week yes um 
and I know we shouldn't go into everything yet because we're, we still haven't done our beers or anything like that, but with the Whisperer masks, he was talking about how they tan the masks. Mm-hmm. Yes. So they're not putting any other goop or anything on them, right? No. All they have is the masks. Right. Yeah. But wouldn't they need the masks to still be kind of rotting in order to to get... I mean, are these zombies... only? think. Are, are, are the walkers only going based on looks? Yeah, yeah, you know, Sue, no, that's a really smell. good point because they wouldn't get anywhere near anybody if... Right, uh, when they were putting they, on the blood and guts they would need and so the, forth. Yeah, right? the death and all the rotting if, and all right, that stuff. Right, if they're tanning it, it's kind of like the walkers not wanting yeah. to go towards a, a catcher's mitt. Yeah. Um, like, no, what are y'all talking about? What I don't understand. If they're the tanning skins. the masks, the yeah. skins, and they're tanning it so they can put it on, like it's just a piece right. of clothing. Right. It takes away a piece the of rot. leather. It wouldn't be rotting anymore. It wouldn't be gross. It wouldn't have uh, death all over it. Death the smell. smell? Yeah, it wouldn't it's have like, death yeah, smell. It's like putting a glove on. Hmm. That's an interesting point. So why would the walkers be... Well, the walkers did several things in this episode, and we'll talk about it in a minute. Oh, that yeah. just left me I'm scratching sorry. my head. Um, After we got off the podcast last week, though, I was thinking about that. I was like, "How is that? How did that work then?" So, because at the start they were doing the goop and stuff, just like in buckets, like let, like. Uh, okay, can I just say this? Yeah, as someone who has skinned animals and tanned them and all that stuff, there's still a when smell. Were you tanning animals? When we were in Oregon for my undergrad degree. Oh Jesus! I didn't know. Um, that. Yeah, there's we not- had. We had to do that with um, mice this, and marmots and all kinds of stuff. Was this before we got married? Around that time. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I wish you had shared this with there's me. There's still there's, a... There's not a rotting smell, though. No, 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 no. But there's still a smell. But the ones yeah. we did were fresh. So, no, so listen. So when... No, there's no chemical smell. Because yeah. you're not doing anything chemical with it. Right, right. It's just out in the open. But if it's already in the, already in the rotting stage, it would still have some of that rotting smell so? to it. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, back There's to your... There's a funky smell to fresh ones, even, so... I think they smell like daisies once you've done it. Right. But I, I don't think it would be as pungent as a, as a truly rotting... Yeah. Right. No, no, no. God, not even close. Yeah. It would smell good, actually. Oh, I don't know about good. Yeah, like, your, like a baseball club. Sorry uh, well. to completely take us off course there. Okay, nice, so nice job. Thank that, that's what I do. I, that's, I had my off course oar out, and we were chugging along. <laughs> uh, what so, are you guys? Uh, let, let me ask you this. I got a question. I got a question. Okay, how are you guys doing? How was your uh, week? Been? A lot better than you. Yeah. Well, okay. Well. <clears throat> well, you had our children all weekend. Yes, it yeah. did. Ah, yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> you they took were them. You took them to Carowinds, which is an amusement park in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yep. So that was awesome for Scarewinds. Mm-hmm. And we did nothing. We did nothing. We were supposed to get a Walker Stalker, and uh, we didn't even do we that. We bailed on Walker Stalker. And then we... You're kidding. It sounded... Um, did you not know that? No, you didn't tell me that. Oh, uh, okay. And then we were like looking online and all the social media stuff, and it sounded... Not so not good. Not very pleasant. Yeah, I saw the thing from Jeffrey Dean Morgan. What a dick. What happened? Well, oh, he, was, he was saying, he's, he on Twitter, he put out something like, you know, I'm not feeling good today and I'm going to be a little late. And he's like, something like, you know, don't don't talk to me too long. You need to move along so other people can get their pictures and stuff like that. And I'm kind of going, what a creep. Oh, really? No. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, I don't fault him for that. that. I think there's two sides. I don't fault him for that. If feeling like you do, he, mm-hmm. he had the flu and he was yes. doing photo ops. Yeah. And tried his hardest to stay, 
Kim, and Kim, still left early. Kim, I, you, 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 Kim, you handle it with tact. There was no tact involved there. He was being an asshole. Well, you Scott, say something like, "Hey guys, you know, I'm not feeling great, but I want to make sure I get pictures with everybody, so we'll keep the line moving." You know that. Don't be. He, you don't use words like "don't be an asshole." You know, and stuff is that like what he that. said? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, maybe well, maybe he was in character. And Chandler Riggs couldn't make it on Sunday because he wasn't feeling well. After well, apparently night. the flu passed around everybody. I think the cocktail flu passed around to a lot of people. Well, okay, so here's the thing. Don't I was, mind if I do. I was supposed to run the small, small stage panel that's on the main floor. And then they decided to cancel that entire panel stage because really? so many people, so many of the celebrities canceled their appearances. There was no need for that stage. So um, part of that were the American Horror Story people. They were supposed to have a panel on Saturday, I believe, on that stage, and they canceled for reasons that apparently were not their fault. Contractual stuff. Contractual stuff. So then... Like no money, no play. And and their airline tickets weren't purchased and all kinds of... Yeah. So none of that stuff was worked out ahead of time. Yeah. And then something went down with Angel... Uh, I can't remember her last name now. The girl um, who plays Connie's sister, who is hard of hearing. There was an incident with the police where an officer <laughs> told her to stop playing with her dog, which was her service dog. And, of course, she didn't hear him, so he gets up in her face and starts yelling at her. Well, she yeah, she didn't have her hearing aids in because of the crowds, so she didn't wear the hearing aids. <laughs> so. Yeah, it was. It just sounded like a total. Cluster. And from all reports, James Frazier, who's the owner of the company of Walker Stalker, uh-huh. was standing by watching the whole thing and didn't interf- intervene. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on. Uh, photo ops people walked out. So uh, a lot Why of people. Why did the photo ops people walk out? Uh, because their printer stopped working, so people weren't able to get their pictures. So the uh, the staff left. You know the staff that corrals oh, everybody. The staff left. The yeah, staff yeah. that corrals everybody and gets everybody in line to go into your photo op. They left. Wow. They walked out. They walked. Are we out. talking? Are we talking like maybe the last Walker stalker? No, I actually have yeah. news. Breaking they, news, they did everybody. Not help their uh, <laughs> wow. Help their efforts. That's for sure. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I saw some of the stuff on Twitter where, uh, where you know the actors were making comments and stuff like that, and how it's going. Oh my goodness! Because I meant to ask you, Kim. I said, you know, was was anybody there? I mean, it just sounded like it was terrible. Well, from everybody that I talked to, they said the floor was pretty bare. Yeah. Like even at one o'clock in the afternoon, there was hardly anyone there. So it was. James had James Fraser had already announced that this year, twenty twenty, right, would be the last for some of the shows, like. Um, Dallas and some of some of the other venues would be the last year for that London and that um, the Atlanta show would be the only one that would continue and mm-hmm. that he would still do his fan fest shows. Well, today, actually just about an hour or so, he posted on Facebook that he, as of today, is handing over control of the company to someone else. So oh, really? He will no longer be involved with Walker Stalker in any shape or fashion, yeah. not handling any of the day to day operations. None of it. 
Well, did you say a couple of years ago though that they were having some issues with the way they were handling finances and stuff like that? Well, it started a couple of years ago, and this is the culmination of it. They had, they gotcha. were they were pretty much relying solely on volunteers for everything, right? Right. Um, except for their contracting companies that they were bringing in for photo ops and that sort of thing, right? Right. And then they realized, then they found out, oh, you're actually supposed to be paying people. Yes. So yes, they started paying people. It is and they federal found employment the, laws. You have to pay people for. But then they found out the work. next year they did not have to pay people, and no one was. Right. So, the so next they started year paying people. The volunteers, this is. Yes. <laughs> and then they came back and said, "Oh, now we don't have to pay them, yeah. so we're not going to pay them." So it's kind of pulling the rug out from all these people who thought, "Oh, wow, they actually appreciate us." Well, now. especially since a lot of these volunteers have been doing it for a number of years. Yeah, they've been. Well, so it was kind of like they finally the issue, paid though. us. That's no, not what even I mean by that, that was not. when they paid know, you, it felt like, hey, you know, we finally, you know, earned earned this or whatever. But I mean, yeah, it was nice to get paid, but that wasn't the, really the issue. The issue was apparently that a lot of the celebrities were not getting paid and they were using their names to sell tickets when people when they knew that either they weren't going to be there or that people would not have access to them, that only the platinum members would have access. Right. Um. And so a lot of people got very upset. And vendors were not getting paid, or not not getting paid, but were not... Um, selling much? Yeah, they weren't selling very much and right. just were getting the shaft. So anyways, there were a lot of issues, and I think James just got in over his head, basically. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now there's a new group out there called Biter Bash, who apparently wants to start a new convention that's supposed to be a nonprofit organization. I don't know how it's going to work or if it's going to be successful. I don't even know when they're going to do it, but they're already trying to solicit volunteers to apply. And they're saying they're going to have a show next year and they're going to have all the big names. So we'll see. This is the first time we've done our news segment at the start of the podcast, isn't it? Well, there's a lot of big news right now with Walker Stalker. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, right, exactly. Especially since you guys were supposed to go and didn't go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Scott's like, well, why did I take your kids then? Yeah. No, no, that was decided for him. But I'm, (laughs) I'm kind of glad I was, I'm kind of glad I didn't go. I'm glad that I, you know, ended it on a good note. Well, let me ask you this. Um, Stu said you guys went to a really cool uh, uh, cemetery tour. Right. So Oakwood, Oakwood Cemetery, which is the big cemetery here in Atlanta, downtown Atlanta, it's 48 acres most some of the most influential people in Atlanta's history are buried there. Like like Elvis, right? <laughs> no, like Bobby oh. Jones, right? Bobby Jones, yeah, Bobby Jones the, the golfer. golfer, and yep. the first mayor of Atlanta, and a bunch of people. Um, uh, <laughs> Margaret, she wrote "Gone with the Wind." Margaret Mitchell. Margaret Mitchell. Thank you. Um, lots of people like that. So every year at Halloween, leading up to Halloween, they have a tour of the cemetery. And they have actors standing next to certain graves of people that were influential in Atlanta's history. And they act out the part of that person and tell you a little bit about their history. Mm -hmm. And there's like, there was seven actors, so seven stops on the tour. And they switch Mm -hmm. it up. And they switch it up every year. Mm-hmm. And it was so much fun. And the the That's interesting really cool. thing with that, I I didn't. They do it all October. Yeah. yeah. But supposedly the day they put the tickets out, it it sells out every year. So it's wow. very hard to actually get a ticket to go there to see this. Wow. That's so excellent. Kinda, yeah, it was kind of special to to be able to take it part was, in. It. Were there were cool. there a lot of people, or was it? Oh yeah. I imagine the tickets sell out because they want to keep it somewhat. 
Closed. Well, we, we had 20 people in our group. And uh-huh. there's back-to-back groups from dusk until... Yeah. Uh, they, they said they get out of there at 1 o'clock in the morning. They start so. at 5.30, and they go through well, what I guess the last group goes through at midnight, and it lasts an wow. hour. Wow. And they, they send, like, 20 to 30 people through every 15 minutes. So That's it's cool. I mean, it's pretty constant. But you don't feel like you got a bunch of people around you. It's just, like, right at the start, you're kind of waiting in a line, and all of a sudden, they're right, like, boom, right. go. Yeah. And um, and then you have uh, everybody's in period dress, and, and it's oh, it's pretty fun. cool. It was That big. sounds really cool. That's That would be fun. Yeah. So and we, they have a bar. Well, that's So we got better. the drink. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they had beer and stuff there, too. And mm-hmm. Yeah. It was really awesome. Beer and wine and all kinds of stuff. So I don't think you'll be able to do it this year. Like I said, everything's sold out. But if people get a chance to do it, or if they just go, it's open um, year round. People people run through the cemetery, you know, just like. Mm -hmm. um, It's a park. Yeah, it's a regular city park. So, yeah, I'd like to check that out. That sounds Uh, cool. Yeah. It's just like New Orleans with above ground graves. I love love old cemeteries. Very Parisian looking. And uh-huh. being here 11 years and never having experienced before, it was like, wow, this is pretty yeah. amazing that this yeah. is in the city. And, and they're, they're going to have a, 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 a Christmas celebration there, too. And they do all this to help fundraise for there's a large group of volunteers yeah, yeah, that, that goes through and does renovations in the cemetery. And nice. there's certain parts that have not been renovated. Obviously, it's huge. I mean, it is yeah. massive. And it's right in downtown Atlanta. So Wow. Yeah, it's really, yeah, that's really cool. awesome. I'd like to go see that sometime. Yeah, come on down. Put us on your docket. Okay. I'll put you in for the next Thursday. So what are you drinking tonight? What am I drinking tonight? I am drinking a beer that you wonderfully sent to me. Okay. We did the kid exchange. Yeah, that's right. um, Called uh, Silk Screen by Monday Night. You guys had mentioned it, I think, maybe in our last podcast or the one before that that you were drinking it. Yeah, it's been a few. It's been a few, but yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. Um, That is, this is a... um, Really, really smooth IPA, and um, and it's it's not a, it's not a real ass kicker either. Um, it's like five point three, mm-hmm. and uh, so you can you can smoothly run through several of those. Um, <laughs> but I, I yeah, I really like it. Silkscreen, I from Monday Night Brewery. Thank you very much. This is a good one. I is it, it smooth smooth on the throat? It is smooth on the throat. It helps with the uh, with the uh, voice. Good. And you need to get it back. <laughs> good. It's a silk. Silky feeling. It's a silk screen on my on my larynx. <laughs> Kim, what do you got there? <laughs> All right, so we're drinking also a Monday night brewing. Yeah, brewing we got a theme going here. Beer. It's called the Lundy IPA. Mm-hmm. Lundy or Lundy, something one of those. The Lundy is a dance. Oh, is it? From oh, the twenties. Yeah, it is. Oh, You're okay. Right. Yes, okay. it is. So I'm pretty sure it's a Lundy, and it's a seven point one. Wow. Super good beer. So this is the next one you'll have to get. Okay. Sounds it's really, good. really good. Yeah, it is. All, it's that I'm one is that. very. It smooth. is delicious, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. it's um, very flavorful, hoppy IPA. Not too hoppy, but it has a sweet uh, flavor it's at the very like end a of it. Grapefruit type flavor. Yeah, but it's right, not. Right. It's not like overpowering, like fruity or anything. It's right. just like right at the very end. Yeah. It has yeah. a little sweet flavor. Yeah, um, so it's, it's really good. Nice though. citrus. Nice citrus uh, hit. It says soft, elegant, and juicy. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's rich. It's definitely juicy. It's it's a rich flavor to yeah, it, though. Yeah, it's awesome. It's really good. And then we also have, I'm, I'm drinking um, Atlanta Brewing Company's Hoplanta, which we've had before, which is a 6.8. Mm-hmm. And um, that's actually a very good beer as well. But it's, yeah, beer. it's more of your standard kind of India Pale Ale. Gotcha. So it'll get gotcha. rich, rich India Pale Ale. Hoplanta. Yeah, I think I've had that one before. 
Yeah. All right. So we're going to talk about The Walking Dead Season 10, Episode 3, Ghosts. All right. What did you yeah. think, Scott? Um, well, I ha- I made sure before I watched that I put my shit and pants on. Oh, good. I wanted to make yeah. sure I was prepared. Okay. Um, yeah, you put a lot of money into those. I did. I did. Man, and you talk about some cleaning bills. Um, <laughs> but, you know... I, I, you know, I can't really say if I liked it or I didn't like it. First time I watched it, I liked it. Second time I watched it, there was so many goofy things going on with the walkers that I was just kind of like, uh. What do you mean? the walkers? Um, yeah. I mean, just kind of. Okay. We have the one scene where they're, where uh, they are confronting them at the border, right? Mm -hmm. The whispers are confronting them. Yes. And the whispers show up with a horde of walkers, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, and those guys go to the side. <laughs> they just they walk away from those walkers, and they're just milling around in a circle in the background yeah. while they're talking at this. Well, because border. they whisper to them, "You guys go hang out over there." And the walkers just, like, "Ah!" I'm just like, "What the hell is going on here?" That kind of goes. That kind of goes along with my the weird comment I remember her, her saying, not her, uh, Michonne, I think, said it. They said, how many do they have? They have tens of thousands of them. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I, put, I wrote that down, too. When well, I, I was like, saw that valley, there was no tens of thousands yeah, there. where? That was in the valley that she showed that she showed. Um, no, Darryl. I mean, but where do they have tens of thousands? Because, <laughs> like, that last episode, they were going to go try and get some more. Yeah. Right. And then Beta and then was pissed because they had to kill, like, two of them. It's like, if they have tens of thousands, like, why are they going out <laughs> getting more? <laughs> there was so many stupid things going on with the walkers in this episode. I just kept laughing. I, you know, I kept looking at it going, what, you know, what the hell is that? Yeah, um, that, was, that was my one thing where I was like, yeah, I, I agree with you. That was a little weird. It was like, how do they, okay, they're showing up with a bunch of walkers. How are they going to get away from them? Oh, right. well, there they go. There they go. Yeah, right. They just walked away. <laughs> she took off her, 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 she took off her face and they had a little discussion at the polls. They and the walkers just milled around. Room. I think they just said, you guys go huddle up. We'll be back in a minute. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> I thought that was silly. And then we have the whole, we have the whole um, uh, onslaught of walkers. Okay. And it's, it's, it's so horrible and exhausting. And, and because it goes on for 24 hours. And we're talking about, you know, 48 these people, hours, right? Whatever. Four, yeah, right. They were all exhausted after the 24 hours. But, but I mean, come on, think about it. These guys, the, Alexandria has all these Scott, you're, Scott, you're that exhausted after eating. I know, exactly. <laughs> and, and they got all these, they got all, everybody's with pikes. And these damn walkers aren't exactly dodging anything. How uh-huh. hard is it to keep killing walkers? I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I'm thinking to myself, this isn't like being, this isn't like the Mongol horde trying to take your walls here. This is a bunch of slow ass walkers just walking up and bumping into the fence and you just poke them. I yeah, mean, you're getting more tired out of the annoyance of it, I think, than anything. <laughs> no, hey, more were, of them. Okay, here comes more I just was like, I just don't even see where the stress is, really. I mean, they just well, yeah, keep coming, you had, but you had Eugene like up there and he's like, I can do this all night. And then he's like stabs crack. one, and he's like, <gasps> and he's kind of like out of breath from doing yeah, it. Well, like, well everybody's why? like they're about cracking under the pressure, and I'm just going, uh, I'm not the feeling s- it. The stress is if enough of them get up against the walls, they're going to mm-hmm. put enough pressure on the wall that the wall will collapse. They yeah. only come in little groups. We but kept seeing it. But if enough of them are pushed against the wall, it doesn't matter how many come in the group. If you have 
a trickle of okay. of thirty or forty of them over an okay. hour. At okay, the end of the it. hour, they could push right, the wall down. Okay, so I'm going to throw this one at you. Okay. Then. So they have one scene where they're looking from the outside in, and this was when uh, Gamma or Delphi or whatever her name is is Gamma. walking up to the gate. <laughs> Delphi. Um, and it's looking from the angle of the outside looking towards the gate. There's like walkers like 20 feet back laying on the ground dead and so forth. Who in the hell killed them? They have bow and arrows, guys. They, yeah, but I, I they go back no and argument. get the bow and arrows. They're not going to shoot bow and arrows to, and lose them all. Well, sure they will. No, Daryl will. No. That's what Daryl does. That's what he, no, Daryl would go up to there. He would shoot one and pull it out. I always he wonder shoot why another he goes through out. the effort of like... Cross, uh, cocking the co- crossbow and putting an arrow in there when he shoots one and then always pulls it out and then stabs one in the face. It's like, wouldn't that be easier than like cocking the crossbow? Yeah. Like yeah setting but the whole but, thing but, but let me let me say this, though. I mean, seriously, I'm looking at this. There are not bodies piled up against the fence. There are bodies laying on the ground 20 feet away. Well, that, now, I did how notice that. How in the hell are, is this happening? I mean... It, I did it, notice that. I just thought it was, you know... Anyway, the Walker stuff bothered me. I just thought it was a little silly. Well, and, and that's the danger you would think of of having to kill as many as they did is that it would they like would eventually, be, yeah, mm-hmm. they would eventually just get over the top because there's yeah. so many of them. Right. But these things don't seem to crawl over anything. No, no, at they all. can't climb stairs for God's but sake. For some reason, they're all still upright, but yet they yeah. fall over when they hit a parking block. I mean, it's <laughs> almost like you would want them to fall at the gate because they would block it from the rest of them, right? Mm-hmm. But but on the flip side, I really enjoyed uh, Negan in this episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought um, I thought his part was fantastic in this thing, and um, and uh, Aaron, he and Aaron in their confrontation and all was really well done, and uh, I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed certain aspects of the Carol thing, even though I thought it went on a little long. But um, even then, I saw some things with the Walkers. I was kind of like, what the hell? But Nonetheless, I, I like the aspect of Carol doing the amphetamines all the time and, and not going to sleep and so mm-hmm. forth. Um, I thought little... that was kind of cool. And her hallucinations with Daryl, I thought that was really good. Daryl's truck driver dad story was what I thought was excellent. That was a neat yeah. um, little si- scene there when she realized that, that it wasn't really him. It was like a little nod to Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Well, it was just her, her, her crack from reality. The one thing, though, I mean, I, I mean, it seems like it, it is a modus operandi, though, that they have to have every one of their characters go crazy at some point. Well, I think that's more of a reality type thing. I don't think anybody could be as strong uh, as they are. You know, as, like as the I, cheese man. Well, I think that at some point everybody would break in that situation if you're constantly having to kill things. Or see your, your friends die or your family die, I think everybody would have a little bit of break from reality. But hers was self, more self-induced than anything. Hers was self-induced, but it was brought on by the stress and trauma of her son dying. Yeah, I mean, hers, and was, the, right, hers was self-induced, but that was only self-induced after the fact she had already started losing uh, it. All right, Scott, I'm going to cut you off. Okay? Thank you. Kim, oh, what me. did you think of the episode? Well, I really have Stop not... Stop it, Scott. Don't even try. I have not been disappointed <laughs> at all. We're 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 into uh, episode three. Yeah, third episode. I have not been disappointed at all in the past three episodes. I'm really excited for everything that's happening. I really love the Carol storyline. 
Um, I loved her. I love seeing her kind of go crazy and hallucinating. And I really liked the scenes with Michonne and Alpha. And I liked I liked seeing Michonne with her kids in bed where Judith was like, it's not safe yet. You can't go to sleep yet. And Michonne immediately gets that call and has to go and do her thing. And then at the end, it's safe. Like, she feels does, safe does enough to go to sleep. Does her son ever get out of bed? Yes. Okay. okay. I Just thought I sure. put you in timeout. I, I am. <laughs> so, and I really love the parts with Aaron and Negan. I thought that was very well played. Um, kind of excited to see what happens next with all that. Um, I really liked Aaron's arm being attached to him. The, yes. His the, mace. Uh, yeah, I, I don't like the when he doesn't have it attached to him. It, that was a really... <laughs> It made me chuckle. Made me chuckle. It's tough when you when you forget about it and you try to brush your teeth. Yeah. Yeah. You go out there to fight and you're like, crap, I left my fucking arm back there. He's like Go-Go Gadget Aaron now. Yeah. He has Do- like so many prof- different arms. Was it Professor Gadget? Yeah. Yes. Inspector. Inspector, Inspector Gadget. Gadget. Yes. That's Inspector Gadget. Gadget. So Aaron is Inspector, Inspector Gadget. Inspector Aaron. Yeah. He's Aaron. kind of going through... He was kind of... When he was preparing, he was going through his repertoire of hands. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they should have had him pull up one that had like a butter knife on it. <laughs> and Dante is kind of interesting to me. I'm very I told you about Dante. Dante's a good guy. I don't know. He's not a good guy. Uh, oh, he's kind of weird. No, there's something not. weird about that guy. No, he's there, there's something, there's weird something about, that about that him. He, he was no, relating. No one named, he was relating. Nobody. No named one named Dante, Dante has anything oh, good you guys are out associated with him. Out of your mind. He's a good guy. I kind of agree. If there's anybody listening named Dante, I'm sorry for that. Mm-hmm. You got labeled wrong. By the end of this first <laughs> half of the season, mm-hmm. something's going to happen with Dante. Something's bad. There, he's yeah. There's something, and I want to bring that up later. Especially because he already told us his PTSD story. So yeah, okay, no, yeah. Guys are right, so out. what did you think? What did you think? Uh, I like. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I enjoyed the, uh, like Scott was saying, the, the Negan-Aaron thing. Something, Aaron bothered me. Yeah. Why? He was a little bit too over the top with the anger stuff. He was. Yeah, he was. And the mace hand thing was kind of silly to me. Although, it was saved by Negan saying, no, that's cool. Yeah, right. That exactly. was so hilarious. <laughs> so that was good. And I liked, awesome. um, I liked uh, the fact that we don't know what Carol's reality was. I yeah. think that's fun. I mean, that, that kind of cool. that reminds me of like Jacob's Ladder or something, where right. you're kind of going through the scenes and you're trying to piece it together. Like what of what we were watching was actually real. right. Each scene yeah. was a dream sequence built on another dream sequence built on another dream yeah. sequence. Yeah. Let me ask you yeah. this: I got a, a real quick question. I don't remember how Aaron's boyfriend died. Was that Negan's fault? It was Negan's was it? Yeah, it was Negan's. It was the Savior's. But it wasn't Negan's. No, 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 no. So it wasn't. Was it? it was the Savior's. No, no, no. Okay, I couldn't remember when he died. I remember yeah. the scene he was because against remember, a tree or something, dying. But yes. I didn't remember. Yeah, what the they, was. Were, yeah. They, they, they were. They attacked Alexander. They were at an outpost. Oh, were they? Yeah. Oh. That's where they found the little girl that Aaron eventually adopted. Ah, uh, right, right, right. Um, where Good job, Kim. what's his face from season one came the Hispanic guy. Uh. He's- the guy that disappeared and then yes. showed up later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To fight and and Rick, Rick fought him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. And 
his boyfriend was killed Eric. during that Eric, right? and ended up as a water. Yeah, ended up as a walker, and you see him like okay. walking off into a gotcha. group of walkers. I, I just couldn't place. I, and he was blaming e, uh, Negan, but I couldn't place where where it was. Why Negan was responsible? I remember the tree scene and so forth, but I didn't remember if it was if if it was terminus related or if it was. Uh, gotcha. Way after gotcha. that. Uh, so that's why I'm like, you know, I don't blame Aaron. I'd be pissed too, because Negan was responsible for all those people. He was in charge of all those people, and therefore, uh, he's responsible for Eric's death. Right. Yeah. So yeah, he's, be right, pissed right, right, off right, right. at him, no, no, no. even though it's been what like seven or eight Tim, years I don't think now. It, I don't think it was. I don't think either one of us were bothered by the fact he was pissed off at Negan. I think that's. I just thought he played it a little bit over the top. Um, I mean, what's over the top when you're pissed off about your loved one dying? I'm still mad at Scott yeah. beating me up right. when I was a but, little kid. But we don't. Like we don't six. dwell on that all the time. He's not. I was I only know, six, but he's not in that's my face different. all the time about it. He he <laughs> has never made different. his hand into a mace. I don't think. No. Hey, Aaron, by the way, Kim, I do, I do own a, 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 a crowbar. He's let me have it. I told him. I told him he can't. He should not bring that here. I don't think that Aaron has had a chance to have closure for Eric, and I don't think he's really spoken to to Negan. Well, since this Negan's is what, been in jail. Okay, you know? so this is like Aaron as a character barely gets right, any screen right. time, right? So we don't really know. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that's true. I mean, last time we really even dealt mm-hmm. with Aaron. On a lengthy basis, he was on the way... Oceanside? The ocean, yeah, to right. go into Oceanside to see people. So, I mean, we never really get much of what's right. going on in now, his head. I think where it seemed out of place is Aaron has always seemed to be a lot more of the voice of reason um, with things and to be a little yeah. bit more even-keeled with his reactions to stuff. And don't get me wrong, I certainly understand where he would be mad. It just did not seem like... I mean, that was a white-hot fury of... It just didn't seem like ang- the the kind of anger that you would get out of Aaron. Aaron is a lot more level-headed. Well, can, can, well and I think the setup was mm-hmm. actually the weird part, too, because, okay, they've got this wave of walkers coming at them, and they're having to deal with the wave coming from the north and south, and then Gamma shows up to say, okay, well, you guys got to go right. meet in the field. So they got three different things going on, right? They have, okay, we're going to have to send some people to fight to the north. Aaron went right. to the south, went to- and he was going to go to the south with a group to take care of the ones in the South. And it ended up just being right. him and That's Negan. That's the one thing I couldn't one understand. Like, where was he, the rest of the know, group? Father Gabriel was challenging him um, with saying that... She, yeah, the whole exactly peanut butter and jelly saying, You're running thing. out of... Yeah. You're running out of um, yeah. fighters, thank you. Fighters? I guess he ran completely out of fighters because <laughs> Negan was the only one. Yeah, he's like, okay, well, we're just going to like give Negan a <laughs> weapon and right. send him down South. Although it was mm-hmm. a stick. And Aaron's like, you can't do much damage with a stick. But, but if killing... you are Morgan and you've been trained by Morgan, you can kill somebody. Yeah, he was killing perfectly fine with the stick. Yeah, and, but the crowbar um, was. Much I don't know better. that the crowbar is. Crowbar was more symbolic. Well, not like that. No, the you crowbar know, was like, a lot heavier. Yeah, but it was like yeah. his bat. You know, it was like it was the, <clears throat> it was his handheld weapon that uh, you know. I mean, everybody else has been trained. So. Um, but then they are in just that one spot, and they're not like really going I guess I would, anywhere. Kim, it would have fit right? me better with that scene if, if I had already gotten some glimpse over his anger at Negan. But we've never seen Aaron's anger at Negan. Because uh-huh. here's why: 
I feel like you're stereotyping him right now. They are characters in a show. Yeah. But everybody has Mm -hmm. their breaking point. And when Aaron sees that Negan has not only been released from prison, but is now able to be and 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 you know, I think it's it's like a it's like a woman thing, right? So women are supposed to be in their place and even keeled. But if they get emotional, people are like, What the fuck? What is wrong with you? You're not being Kim, yourself. Kim, Kim, I think you're doing you were, that to him. Were, I think you Kim, need to calm down. Kim, if you were the type of person that flew off the handle all the time, overreacted to everything, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you got in a situation, and all of a sudden, you were the voice of reason, people would think that's a little weird, wouldn't they? Yes. No. Absolutely. Because it's out of character. No. Oh, God. It's not stereotyping. It's not it's in his I mean, character. I, I... He's not demonstrated the... the He's not demonstrated the um, need for overreacting to things. He's not demonstrated the need for, um, you know, being very demonstrative about stuff. Jesus Christ, this guy was shaking with anger the whole time. And, and that's just not how Aaron's... Because he not feels... how Aaron has been he portrayed. Feels like been, me- it takes away from what has made Aaron such a good, a, a great character was his ability this- to calm people down. But this is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Everybody has that point where they're like, fuck all of you. Well, I'm pissed. Ever since he lost the hand thing, he, he's he been kind of like that. He's been different. Mm-hmm. He's been much more mm-hmm. a fighter. Because mm-hmm. before he was not a fighter at all. Yeah. I mean, he fought, well, but he was not. That wasn't his main thing. Especially after Enid died. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say I don't like since this, Aaron. How about that? Yeah, I don't I like this Aaron. I, I like, I like Aaron, him. who is the voice of reason. I like Aaron, who's the one who diffuses situations. This Aaron, I didn't like at all. And it, and it would have been much better if he was much more even keeled to start yeah. out with, with like pissed off that he, that uh, mm-hmm. Negan was there, but dealing with the situation until Negan yeah. finally said, "Listen, you were right. the if reason something that your had set husband him off, died." Right? You know. But we did. That's why I'm saying. But he was Thank looking you. for and something that's to say. Getting back to my original point, if we had been introduced to his anger towards Negan earlier, then I could, I you could just want understand be- how he was flying off the handle. But we, this just came completely out of the blue. I didn't realize he was as angry as he was at Negan. There's never been any scene that expresses yeah. his frustration over the situation with Negan. No, but you could you could tell from the start of the episode he was Without not happy out. to be Without put in that situation. I no 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 no. I I think you're okay. I don't mean to beat a dead horse because we're close to getting there. <laughs> but I think there's I think there's been a lot of scenes where he fights Michonne about releasing Negan mm. from the prison to allow him to work in the fields there in the has. in the garden and stuff. Possibly, possibly. Yeah, there has I, I totally been. Those. Sure. I will. Look back. I'll have to. Actually, I won't. And then, I'm not and go then back the and fact the fact that he's now Just trust her. fighting with with like mm-hmm. arm in arm with Aaron, Aaron's pissed. He's like, "What gives you the right to be out here as our equal when you're the one who is responsible for so many deaths okay, in our well, group?" Well, what started the fight though? Really, that was they were already kind of blah blah blah, you know, like kind of mad at each other, and then Negan or Aaron said, "Okay, we're going to go home," and Negan said, "That's the best idea you've had all day." And then when he's walking away, correct me if I'm wrong. 
Didn't Aaron then trip no, him what and he falls down and almost, then they got almost, in the face? Almost. That's not quite how it went. Okay, he what? threw the handcuffs okay. on the ground. And he said, then we're going uh, home. Okay, and Negan was like, yeah, that's the best word I've heard right, all day. Right. And Negan said, but I'm not going yeah, to he said he wasn't going to wear those. Right. Yeah, that's right. right. That's and that's right. what that's caused right. that confidence. Okay. And Negan was going to let, you know, Negan confronted him on it. And then he was like, come on, man, let's go. And that's when Aaron tripped him. Yeah. And he's like, what are you, 12? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You tripped me? So, okay, so Negan. Okay, wait. So the hogweed guys come and yes. blind... Aaron. Yes. And hogweed is a, a weed that grows around here in the There's south. There's like 50 um, variations and again, of hogweed, Kim. Right. And if you get it on you, Jesus. there's the giant hogweed. I looked it up. I looked it I up. I know that. There's wow, the giant hogweed. And if it gets on your okay. skin, it causes like boils, like right. irritation on your yeah, skin. All right. Right. But it can right. also make you. Go- well, it's different kinds. Some of them are completely benevolent, uh, too. They don't hurt you at all. Benign, Benign, excuse yeah. me, thank Benign, you. Benign, yeah. Or they bow, or they bow to you and call you. <laughs> I like those. Those are my King favorite. Scott. <laughs> Hogweed, you are Hogweed, released. move along. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, he's 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 he can't see very well. Negan escapes and goes yes. to that house. Somehow Aaron finds his way back there. I have no idea how. And Negan's kind of like waiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he went back and got his crowbar. Now, but he gets very calculated yeah. in the way he does stuff. So he was, you know, he was going to wait and see what Aaron, how Aaron was dealing with things when he got back. Well, I mean, Aaron brought up the, the shit about his wife, mm-hmm. which again, I don't know how he knows exactly about his wife, but there's guess a lot the of words around. Well, I'm sure he's, around. he's. I was going to yeah. say the word but, has gotten but, out. About yeah, the wife. I mean, and yeah. you know, and Negan told him, "Hey, you know, be careful here," but then he didn't do anything about mm-hmm. it. Negan was like, mm-hmm. you know, because he said he was going to. He's a he smart was, he, guy. I think Aaron thought he was going to punch him or something like that, and he was just like, "Look out!" And there was the walkers behind him, behind Aaron. So, yeah. so, uh, so Negan was kind of like, again, those are those are some of the the. I think those were the walkers that were in yeah. slippers, so Not you don't bit, hear them coming. Bit. They're the they're non. Really they're like the non-verbal comfy. walkers. Yeah, they exactly. have like bunny slippers so, on or something like that. It, it, so. it, we all know, though, that, that Negan is very calculated <laughs> in the way he does things and so forth. And um, even when he was, you know, they were dealing with him with the, when um, um, he was over Sanctuary and so forth, he wasn't very rash. He, he pretty much thought out things before he did it, even when it came down to taking Lucille to, to people and so forth. It was calculated. Mm-hmm. And... Once they had the Walker battle there, um, Negan's, you know, Negan's going to calculate what his odds are with different things. He's going to calculate whether, you know, if I had a a reaction and killed Aaron, where would that leave me? If I had, you know, if I'm nice to Aaron, where is that going to leave me? You know, so he had time to think about it. But is, so, I mean, his, is his true intention... To stay with them, I think. I think he was term? at his most honest when he said to, when he said to Aaron, he goes, "Hey, man, I'm just trying to make this work. I really do. I yeah. think that that is. Yeah. I think that was Negan at his most honest. 
that he is really actually trying. He's not looking to, I don't think he has any intention, doesn't mean it won't happen in the future, but I don't think he has any intention of taking over the place or anything like that because he's had opportunities. I mean, he got out of there and went to sanctuary. He could have kept going. He mm. went back. Um, mm-hmm. No, I think he, he, he thinks his best odds of survival and so forth is was sticking with these people. And though, and I'm sure he knows that no matter what he does, he'll never truly fit in. But maybe he can still work his way enough into the society that they will somewhat accept him. Yeah. And I think that's what I'm saying. I think yeah. his answer to Aaron when he said that was the most honest thing he said. And, you know, and I think he really believes that. I agree. Should, so should we move on to uh, dealing with sure with Carol? Yeah, because she's yeah, she's, she's a major factor for in Cocoa this episode. Right now. Major player. Uh, I mean, we could deal with the other, the other folks, but I feel like Carol was like the other main story. Carol and Daryl. Well, let me let me just Darryl. let me just say this when it comes to the other folks, um, with Eugene and Rosita and all Rosita. that. Man, I couldn't give a rat's ass about that storyline. Oh, oh, my I God, that was, that like, was like, I was just like, hey, I'm going to go get me. a beer at this point. That was like B-Zone. <laughs> well, yeah, even us. when they went back to the Dante stuff at the end. I was no, I like Dante. Like, oh, really? I did. Well, the Dante, like Dante stuff now, that's different. We'll talk about that. But, I, but that's all connected to that. It is, but no, it's not it's connected different. to that. It's that's, got its own that's story It's totally connected to that, Scott. That's not... Yeah, but Sadiq was back with... That was that part of that. Like, Sadiq was back trying to... Saved mm-hmm. the person and had again his own flashbacks going well, on. Everybody's Sadiq, having flash. I think there's something on the water at that place. No, no, no. Sadiq has got PTSD. Right. I mean, that's basically and what Dante what was Dante relating is saying. to. Him like you've been through it. some shit. He had it himself. I yeah. think everybody. I think everybody's been bored and they've been now, doing acid. The problem is Dante. We're just going to talk about this now, okay, guys? So Dante. Yeah, so. yeah because we're in it. Dante is telling him this story about somebody who came back mm-hmm. from Iraq. And couldn't cope with life, and and bouncing out of VA, and and right. here he is now. So and it's does that it's mean that Dante is eventually going to crack <laughs> and do something oh, really bad? No, no, it does not mean that. It means it could, it mean, could. But it means what it does mean is he's bringing up that story because he relates to what Sadiq is going through. Can I right. ask a quick question? What? Where the hell did Dante come from? They moved. He's just a guy. No, well, where did he saying. come from? With, with we're the same place as several know. of the other people that are all of a sudden there. Do no. we? Do you no. know? No, no. Do you know where know he came from? He just showed, he just showed up. He right? showed up. It was when we started the season. We were just supposed to accept that there's now another medical guy. Yeah, there's and now a guy. and he's uh, befriended Sadiq because they're yeah, medical guys they're medical together. people together because they're medical people together. Yep. Could he have come from somewhere else? Could he have be? Could he be a mole? Oh, could sure, he have snuck absolutely. in? I just don't and think. Be... I just. I think you guys yeah. are giving it a much more it, benevol- or a much more sinister storyline to to this guy. That, there's something no, about there's that not. guy. This guy. There's something about he's just that trying guy. To there is. There he's, is. He's a guy. He likes Sadiq. Sadiq is no, uncomfortable. No, no. There is no relating. There is no relating in Walking Dead world. This is um, all the time. I'm (laughs) just planting. That's how they relate. That's how they go out and recruit people by relating to them. That's what they do. I'm planting my flag on this one. I I call that he's going to turn into something. Something's going to happen with Dante, y'all. Something is. Something is happening. Possibly and the problem that's going to happen here is nothing will happen. I was thinking he was. And then I won't be able to say, "See, I told you," because. 
It'll just keep going no, on no, no, and no. on. I think you'll be I know, killed. You know, it might be one of the few times. It might be one of the few times where I get to say, Scott, see, I told you. And it that will, will kill you. No, no, it no. will not happen. I, I at first <laughs> thought he was trying to make a move on Sadiq. <laughs> what? I thought he was trying oh, to make no. a move on Sadiq. But <laughs> no, then no, he no. started telling his PTSD story. And I'm like, okay, he's trying to relate to Sadiq. That's cool. And But no, I still think something's going you on with that dude. Too many and something's so, going to so happen. Poppers. Jesus Christ. That's really it bad. It was because of the kissing thing that he did the original, the the confusing, like, he where he was trying to tease him. It was a joke. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It doesn't matter. That one was really just weird, though. It was too. a weird one. Does, does everybody have to have some sinister background? Does everybody in the show have to have some crazy-ass shit that's coming yes. up? No. No. <laughs> have you been He's going to die at some point. That's, that'll, uh, that I can <laughs> see happening. But he's Oh, I totally see that happening, too. Sadiq is going to kill him because he finds not, out he's a bad guy. I'm not saying he's going to be a bad guy. I just think something's going to happen with him that's going to be bad. I am the one that said he's a bad guy. Okay, you Something, think he's going to be bad. That's, that's all on me. All right, cool. You guys don't believe anything I say. Well, that's anyway, true. So that's a good point. Yeah, just go it. with it. Just just let it roll off. I did go believe you about I mean, we pretend that we from believe Monday you. Night Brewery, though. Yeah, I, I was pretty good on that well, one. That was it beer. Was, that's yeah, different. You didn't. That's one of the few things I can call. on that one. Like all the other things you've let me Dante's down on, kill somebody. Dante's killing. Somebody. <laughs> all right, Carol. Carol's fucked uh-huh. up, y'all. Carol needs. We've, we've known that about Carol for seasons after seasons after season. This is true. Carol is a very. Uh, she's a very special person. Carol is a. Severe, she has. You talk about PTSD. I mean, we're talking about a a. Uh, um, domestic abuse survivor that domestic yeah, she, abuse who has lost her daughter in the most right, horrific right. way possible and everybody and, has to treat her with kid gloves because they don't know what the fuck Carol's going to do but no everything <laughs> everything around Carol <laughs> they're like where's she's your, either going to bake your, or kill somebody where's your knuckle knife anymore I don't see that anymore everything surrounding Carol has to do with children all of the children around her seem how, to how, die how cool was that book yeah. that she found Oh yeah, when she's looking yeah, at the homemaker that was book, awesome. yeah. she looks at the front and it's got the Sophia, the, all the faces of the kids, and Lizzie, and, and all and those guys in it. Them. Yeah, that yep. was wicked. That was really cool. That was crazy yeah. cool. Even more so that they got them all back to do that. But um, no. And did you see the the cookies on the baking sheet? Were all knives? They were knives. No, I'm just making that's that pretty I was good. Though. Say, that would I be didn't really, see that part. Cool. No, what I did think I did notice about the picture Sugar though cookies. the difference in the picture in that picture and the and the picture of the real book when she when she the illusion went away is that everybody in her book was not smiling. Everybody in the ridge, in the real book was. Yeah, they were Ooh, all very they're all very stone faced. Well, because all the kids in her exactly. book were dead. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. And in fact, uh, what's his name? Had the Henry. Later. Henry. Yeah. Henry had a, his his throat was sliced open oh. on the book. I didn't see that in the picture. Uh-huh. Yeah, he actually had a slice across oh, his throat. Oh, cool. And that how he got died? He got his, he head. Get his head chopped off. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. That was the only one I could tell out of the kids that had anything wrong with uh, them. Physically. I didn't even see that. He had yeah. like a dark gotcha. line across his I throat. That part. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, she's got a lot of PTSD herself, and she 
doesn't want to sleep because of the nightmares that she experiences. And when is she, she I mean, is she taking drugs or is she no, just taking she's, caffeine pills? That's not like, caffeine what is she pills. T- you don't see caffeine pills in a uh, in a prescription bottle. Well, if they're super high power. Uh, that was probably more like amphetamines or something like that. Yeah. yeah I don't think. I agree. You something start, you start not. Awake. Yeah. Uh, even caffeine pills, I don't think can keep you that awake to where you start hallucinating and shit like that. I mean, I had a friend in high school who was uh, addicted to no yes, dose. Yes. Do you I remember used to those? Take a lot of mm-hmm. And no dose. Yeah, she would take those mm-hmm. like yeah. candy, and she and she got messed right. up. Like she ended up in the hospital several times yeah, you're, because you're, of hallucinations. Yeah, hallucinations, and your immune system can't take your yeah. body, um, uh, your organs and stuff just can't take it for a long time. And some people actually will snort yes, that stuff yes. too, yeah. which like increases the effects. Yeah, which at least she wasn't doing that. But the egg timer thing was weird to me the whole time because I weird. guess she was actually sleeping for hours. How the hell do you sleep with an egg timer going? So annoying! Such <laughs> an annoying noise. But if you're that tired, hey. But she wasn't sleeping. Oh no! The wind. The, at one point, she is passed out, and the egg timer. She actually was going off. Now, I don't know if in that means she. Ways. She was passed she, out the whole time. There are different, different yeah, realities kept, kept coming out. Now, let me ask you this, though. This is one thing I did have to ask. The, the scene where she's caught in the trap in the gymnasium, was that an hallucination? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that was real. So, let me get this right. She is pulled up off the ground on a, a, a trap, Screaming bloody yeah, murder. She steps perfectly screaming bloody into the murder of. for Daryl. Yet people only yeah. come because her egg timer alarm went off. No, I think that I was coincidental. I do not think that was coincidental. There was a lot of stuff that happened out of that. All of a sudden the alarm goes off and people start showing up. But they showed up. They had to have time to react. So I think that they heard her screaming first and yes. then reacted. And then the the, the alarm the alarm went off as a co- a consequence. I mean, as a coincidence. She did she ever go back and see that same scene again, where she had killed all those? Well, they saw. I mean, her she in there. ended up they killing saw her all the in walkers. the midst of all of them, where she had killed them. That's where they found her. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. So, but she had right, killed a bunch of walkers. Here's then. the thing. The reason why I asked the question is we we know she killed all those walkers, but we don't know if. She did it in a you know, if the whole thing about the trapped part in was, a dream state. Uh, was a dream or not. But, part of the dream but, state. But yeah. the reason why I don't think it is is because we do see um, Gamma at the end of the show laying on the ground, right? Was that even Gamma at the end? I think that it was, was a not different, Gamma. That was, was a, different a totally whisper. different person. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think it was a different whisper. Now, that was not but she camera. wasn't alive anymore. No, yeah. it was a walker now. So it was a dead whisper. It was whisper. a dead whisper. You okay, sure that so... wasn't her because she was taunting her? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I don't think it was. It didn't look like her mask. That was a totally different mask. I'm, I'm, I'm going to sure wait and yeah. see. I, I'm going to wait and see on that one because for, I, I just okay. felt like that it was... Um, the only reason I'm saying that is because... That's the kind of thing that might elicit a big response from the the whispers, is if Gamma does yep. get killed. And I don't, this. 
I don't know if it has to be Gamma that does. No, no, Any I get that. I get that. Dies, but though, I think, I think, it, would I think have the whole reason that they're bringing response. Gamma up to us and so forth is to el- elicit this response. Gotcha. So that's, no, that that's the only sense. reason why I'm thinking that, it they might would, be, they might, yep. that it was intended to be Gamma. They make her important through the past three episodes and to or and the past Carol two kills so her. that it's a big kill. And then she and then yep. uh, Mama Jean comes after Carol. Mama Jean. Incidentally, one of our listeners posted the was it the yes. Greek alphabet mm-hmm. yes. on yes. our Twitter feed, yep. I yep. think it was. And so Gamma would There's be no third Omega. in line. Alpha after Alpha There's and no Beta. There's no Omega. I right. was like, wow, that just that just the end. me. There is no Omega. Yeah. Omega's no. at the end. No, there's the no alphabet. Omega. It, <laughs> look at it again. It's at the there's end. There's no Omega too. Okay. There's an epsilon too. <laughs> I got gas at there's epsilon. There's even an got, Odessa. Odessa. <laughs> I got gas at the epsilon station the other day. Got <laughs> out and picked up my car from Al Qaeda Chevrolet. Was it? Did you eat some churros? <laughs> yes, churros. <laughs> <laughs> That'll make you guess. Oh, wow. Hey, you know what? We need we to take, take a break. break. We have not taken a break. Relieve himself. This is a long episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking, oh, man, we've been talking. Tonight. All right, we will uh, take a break. Yeah. We'll be back in a minute. Hey everybody, we're back, and uh, we're going to roll right into our um, go into our hit and miss section because we really, really want to find out what Kim has as a hit tonight. <laughs> her uh, or her few things. Really? Uh, no, I've only got one this You're time. You're freaking us out. <laughs> yeah. Right. For right now. For surprise, right now. Surprise! 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 <laughs> All right. So my hit is Daryl's story. About the ghost girl during Carol's mm-hmm. dream sequence. Yeah, the, the trucker oh, story. His yeah. dad is the that trucker. That was really cool. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was It was kind of nice to see him kind of opening up, even though after the fact we found out as Yeah, we didn't see, we did not happening. see Daryl open up again. Right, right. But it was nice to to have that feeling that he was opening up and talking about He his... almost got his back. No, it was, yeah. it, what was great about it is <laughs> it, it was the creepiness of it. It was super creepy because it was like one of those stories that you tell when you're camping around a campfire and it's like the girl in the white dress that you see on the side of the road that you want to pick up and it's like pouring down rain and she's drenching, drenching wet and you're like, oh, I'm going to pick you up. And then you get to her house. No, 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 no. And you get to her house and like (laughs) suddenly the backseat is empty. She's not actually there. And we're like, what happened? And the other thing is it seemed very believable and genuine. And you're like, wow, um, you know, there's that really trying to reach Darryl her, and, and then, yeah, yeah, and then you find out, the oh, no, it's pulled oh, out from under like, you. 
<laughs> my dad was my dad wasn't a truck driver. <laughs> That's <laughs> a hell of a good okay. point. Yeah, I know. Never mind. You're then. like, fuck, what happened? You're like, oh. But I know Kim still left that episode thinking, I learned a little bit more about Daryl. <laughs> I did. It, and did. you didn't. And you didn't. You I didn't. didn't. A bit. You didn't at all. You're right. Did you steal my beer? Uh, unless you're drinking Paps, no. You've got an Atlanta right there in front of you. Okay. Thank you. We are on uh, being recorded, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you just open one over there? I thought you put I that one trying, in front of I me. I pulled one out of the container thing. And it said it right here. And he right. took yes. it. No, no you, you set it, it right down for him. I thought you were giving him a beer. I thought he did, too. <laughs> nope. I moved it out of the way. Yeah, you, you did. Right I thought here. you were putting his mine. down, and then you were putting the other one down in front of you. I and I was like, I wow, that is that. a wife that's looking out for her husband. I don't and remember then, doing that. Now we know that it wasn't. Kim's, so it's kind of like Daryl's trucker story. Kim, it's just a dream. <laughs> Kim's been she's been taking amphetamine for quite some days. <laughs> Anyways, what did what what is your hit? <laughs> <laughs> Stu, throw us to your hit, will you? Okay, my my hit was the fact that he said uh, that it he didn't have it. It gives me an opportunity to actually state my other hit. My other hit was actually the anxiety I felt. When they did meet at the Pikes oh, at the yeah. border, yeah, uh, which I, f- I, I genuinely felt that there was some anxious moments there. When <laughs> you see them put the weapons down and Carol still has the right. gun, or when um, they, uh, Michonne is mentioning that they only cross the border once, yeah. mm-hmm. and Alpha says, "No, you cross three right. times," and it's like, "Oh shit!" They've been yeah. watching the whole time. Yeah, like that was that was a great scene. I thought that was a very mm-hmm. good scene. And Scott's going to come back and say it was not. Because no. he's going to say, we'll, we'll, we'll wait for my <laughs> missus. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I thought that was uh, of, uh, I haven't felt that from a uh, antagonist character right. since, um, since scary Negan. Mm-hmm. Since we didn't know enough about Negan and Negan was still scary and you thought he was going to kill somebody right. at some point. <laughs> I didn't feel that that uh, Carol really needed to feel scared of her. Right. I mean, I, I, I wasn't feeling that at all, but I did feel like, oh, man, they... Oh, yeah, no, no, I, I think the fear, part some... of the fear was generated by the fact that we we knew that Carol was kind of a loose cannon here, and she could fuck it all up for everybody yeah. real yeah. quick. Yeah, everything just kind of went bleh when, but she, again, when Carol was mm-hmm. like, I'm not scared of you. Again, if she had just shot uh, Alpha, right. things might have been different. And we'll... <clears throat> Like yeah. we, you still have to deal with Beta, but still. I kind of wanted Alpha to to not punish Carol, though. I kind of wanted Alpha to be kind of like Negan and be like, "All right, you're gonna be like that. One of you right. come over here." Well, you she know, did like if you're do gonna that. be doing that to me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna but screw I mean, with she someone did else. Do that. I mean, she, yeah, she didn't kill somebody else or anything like that. But she actually did it twice when she told them that there would not be bloodshed over their invasions, and. And that she wouldn't, hmm. you know, wouldn't kill Carol because it was mother to mother. But she wanted to take their land. You know, I mean, it was. Hmm. Yeah, but that doesn't. It doesn't, doesn't but still, nonetheless. I understand. Like, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, okay, y'all mm-hmm. are backing off. This is our control. This is ours now. Oh, and when she said, yeah. you better start running. Yeah, that. That's when I would have been like, fuck you, bitch, and shot her in the head. I'll be interested to hear Scott's. Um, yeah, well, and I'm sure everyone I, will be. Can I can I do my hit? Is that allowed? 
I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't mind, Stuart, I might bring up my hit at this point, considering it's the hits part of our thing. So you may shut up while I give my hit. Uh, I'm more interested in your mix, but okay. Actually, you probably are. Um, My hit, of course, was what I've already stated, Negan. I thought the... um, And and like you said, Stu, I thought that one of the best lines of the thing is when, (laughs) when he saw Aaron's mace and he went... Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, there you go. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. We should put the old stuff exactly. to use. But, no, my favorite, though, really was, um, I think I stated earlier, is I really felt like this is the first time we really got to see Negan at his most honest. Um when he mm. when he said to you know when he said to he he we saw it originally when he was talking to Father Gabriel because he was saying hey man you know I just kind of want to hang back here these people are a little uh, uptight right now and I'm just trying to fit in yeah. but uh, I don't trust these people they're not going to kill me while we're out there and, and then when he's confronted by Aaron he's kind of like hey man I'm just you know I'm just trying to make my way here you know and mm. and I thought that was I thought that was uh, it made Negan a sympathetic character, um, which I'm sure we never thought would ever happen. And um, yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm enjoying Negan's character. I'm enjoying Negan trying to get back while still retaining the Neganess. I mean, he it's so uh, this Negan is so much more interesting than the crown mm-hmm. prince of crime Negan that we got to see when he was going nuts all the time. Yeah. This Negan is one that's trying what? to. Um, he's he's under a, a under a serious serious situation, and he's trying to make his way out of it. This is true survival for him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and I think when he was in control, it's like any of these guys that we see are in control. They're right. playing a character. You know, and and we've said that about. I think we brought that up uh, when we got to see the whispers a lot more in the mm-hmm. last episode. Uh, Alpha is really Alpha and Beta are playing characters right. to keep control. Right. I mean, they have right. to play the game and, and, in order yeah. to keep right. control. And Negan of their was very society. honest in the way he said to you know when he said to Aaron, he said, "Hey, look, you know, if you don't hold things, it's taken from you. That's the way it is in the world right now. Yep, right. And that's what I was doing. Right. I was holding on to stuff because if I didn't, someone was going to take it. I did. It. I did that's what I right. had to do. Now." He he got a he he got a lot of no, joy the, out of it. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but well, right. And yeah. the way he, he the way he right, held right. on to things was maybe oh, well, a no. Suspect. He's, he's still he's still a well no he's Very still suspect. a sociopath, um, but but mm-hmm. he's uh, yeah. now a much more interesting sociopath as far as I'm concerned. Um, so right. yeah, for, so my big hit is I really liked this fleshing out of Negan's character. And I think I'll enjoy okay. it going forward. Kim, what's your uh, what's your miss? So my miss was mm-hmm. Eugene. My miss was his story and him saying, you know what? I think the whole reason that you and I have had a friendship is because I thought that that friendship would evolve into something more. And Rosita being like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? And yeah, but how would Rosita, Rosita him, not know that? I mean, the discussions they've had and so forth. How is this news to her? Well, I think when they when they were first introduced yeah. into the show, it was not. It was not. 
Well, no, but he's saying our entire friendship has been based on this. When they were first introduced into the show, that did not seem like a factor. Well, like, yes, he watched her and Abraham having sex right, in the library. And he, was he was a peeping Tom. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that he had a thing for for her, Rosita. It was just he was a horny guy who hasn't had sex well, in a that while may have or been ever. How it started. And he just happened that may to be seeing that. Guys. His infatuation well, with that's her fine, but. but that's fine, but that doesn't mean that his entire friendship with her is based on the fact that he thinks something else I, is going to happen. I can actually see that. I can actually see that. To where oh. he is, he's infatuated with this girl, I'm, and he really thinks by being close to her all the time that eventually she's going to change her thinking and things. I just think my my part of the... I just didn't the, care. The miss, <laughs> my part of the miss is that it's sad. It's sad that he would think that that's what's going to okay, happen. Okay, but is that a miss, though? It well, is no, to me. I guess, I mean, this, a miss would be out this of This is the character. same thing you said. No, 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 no. This is the same thing you said last week. Yes. Look. <laughs> I think we're misinterpreting our Kim, term of miss, what it means. Kim. No, 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 no. Kim did not enjoy uh-huh. it. I did not enjoy it. I did, did not, not enjoy it, him admitting that he's only been Did you been think friends? it was believable? To me, a miss, Kim, is something that doesn't make sense on the show. It's something... It doesn't make sense okay. to me. It does not make oh. sense to me. There you go. That he would be friends with her this entire time because he okay. thinks he's going to get I, in her pants see, eventually. I can get that. Okay, Scott. I, I agree. I, I understand okay. what you're saying there. Judges rule yes. on the field? I, I miss. It's a miss. It's a miss. Yep. No, I'll give you that. Okay. I, I guess what I'm saying is... is, is um, I don't consider it a miss if it's something I don't like, necessarily. It's more of a miss for me if it's something that makes sense. If it's a stupid turn it make on sense the show, to me. right? I'm saying yours is a miss because it doesn't make sense to you. Okay, no, thank you. I, I, I guess my point is that it's not a miss just because I was unhappy that that this happened to Eugene. Yeah, okay, okay. we got that. All right, okay, don't fuck. belabor the point right. there, buddy. What's your miss? Jesus. All right, what's um, your miss? Uh, I don't have any misses. <laughs> My miss was when um, Negan caught Aaron off guard by saying, oh, behind you, which was a great line. <laughs> but he had How is no that a miss. He had Aaron could not hear the oh. walkers coming up. You're on talking him? about okay, the practicality. Yeah. It's not like they were being loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not like they were being loud or anything. Stu, I'm going to pose this to you. I'll pose this to you. Just, that just, was sweet. Uh, I'm not... Because it happens not, a lot. Right. It happens I'm not a lot where there's like all of a sudden they're silent. But the yeah. only thing where I might give them a bit of a uh, a pass on that one is because Aaron was so intensely in Negan's face that he may I know, not and that's have why I said even they were, noticed anything around him anyway. True. But they weren't they weren't even being loud at that point. No, but Aaron, Aaron, was, Aaron was right in his in, face. Aaron, he was he was quietly up in his yeah. face. Quietly but I guess what I'm saying is he was he so was, intense, he may not. Yeah. But no, I agree with you. We and, there's a but, lot of but those the kind walkers of decide. I, the walkers decided at that point to not. They say don't anything. growl. There were no. <laughs> you guys, yes. you guys go over here and huddle up. We'll be back in a minute. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> okay. We're back to our scene where they're they're having con- confrontation on the border. Okay. I agree with you. It's okay. very tense. Um, I thought the stuff with Carol was great, where she took a pot shot. 
where it fell apart for me. Well, number one, it fell apart for me right from the beginning when they mm-hmm. just walked away from the walkers and the walkers just walked in circles yeah. in the background. But um, all you know, there was only what four or five of the whispers there, right? And several of them yeah. pulled out guns, right? Okay, yes. we saw we saw Alpha pick up the the spike in the ground, right? Mm-hmm. They all came up and picked up spikes in the ground and put down their weapons while they were doing it. And all of the people that our our gang had all just picked up their weapons. Why did they not kill them at that point? Yeah, there were a lot of missed opportunities. I mean, but seriously. They, they were showing them, she said, you need to run. They showed all of our people pick up their weapons, Michonne with her knife and Carol with her bow and arrow and stuff like that. And then all of the whispers put their arms down, yeah. came up and started picking up pikes out of the ground. I'm like, yeah. how do you not just lay into them at that point? Carol still yeah. had the damn gun in her hand. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't knocked out of her hand or anything She like only that. shot one shot and there was like three bullets, I think, that she had in the gun. Yeah. That we saw when she first looked at it. Yeah, that's right. a good, it's a good point. And, um, and, and right, I mean, it just seemed like to me it didn't make any damn sense. No, I think I think uh, at that point, the audience is supposed to feel like they had come to some agreement. So our people are supposed to be walking away. Oh, right. I hate that though. But but huh? not one of them. That. Listen, I'm not they saying they all no. would attack. They all would attack. But not one of them would no, take. No, I attack. agree. You know, I mean, they're all, all these guys are, are being occupied by picking up these pikes. And and believe me, I watched the scene twice. They're all picking them up with two hands. Mm -hmm. No one's holding a weapon. Well, the part that pissed me off was when Alpha's like, you should be afraid of me. And Carol's like, I'm not fucking afraid of you. And Mm -hmm. she's like, I want you to, I'm not leaving here until you look at my shoes. Like, fuck you, bitch. I'm going to stick your eyeball with this pike. And pick up my Henry <laughs> medallion. <laughs> medallion off the ground and walk <laughs> off. Like, fuck you. I think that's Hogwarts. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be afraid of your ass. That's why I was like, Carol, you go, girl. You yeah. go. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I just didn't bother. I, I mean, I just thought that was kind of like, wow. Mm. I couldn't imagine even like the blonde girl that was down on the end or something like that wouldn't just say, fuck it, and just stab at him yeah. with the damn yeah. spear, spear well, she yeah. had in her hands. Yes, you know? they, they more than likely should have been on guard for any opportunity to take him out. Yeah, and but, and when they get out of there, and, and Carol's uh, visibly pissed off, she's like, mm-hmm. we need to kill the bitch. Didn't she say something like that? Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's like, I mean, but you could have... Yeah, well, you could have many times. Why why are you all of a sudden every time Alpha makes an order you follow it? Yeah. You know? I mean It's just like Megan back in the day. Walk, her people walk up with weapons in their hands and shit like that, and then they start pulling out automatic weapons and stuff like that. And I'm kinda of going, Yeah, you're gonna go to the meeting spot and just roll over. Right, right. I mean it's well, just well, like Well and, and the the simple fact that they, they went there and there was that Supposed mutual, okay, we're going to lay down our arms kind of thing so we can have a discussion. Right. There was no mutual. No, there wasn't. Yeah, Alpha's people are, the whispers are always in control. Look, look, look. If anybody is ever in this situation, the reality is you take out the leader, nobody else is going to do shit because they don't care. Is that what you did last time? You're in that situation? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
I just want to make that's sure. why we had to leave Florida. That is. Oh, that's what it was. And yeah. it wasn't yeah. the New Yorkers, it was that. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. There's these two Ukrainian guys down there. <laughs> Rudy's boys. Two wild and crazy guys. Two wild and crazy guys. <laughs> we're gonna get the we're gonna get the Bye to Cleveland. Bye. Yes, ma'am. Wow. <laughs> yeah, cleave that comment. <laughs> Cleaving that comment. Why don't you cleave well, what you're talking about? I have a lot of comments to read. All right, so <laughs> let's move on to buy it or cleave it, guys, where we okay. just, where I will give Ooh, you a scenario goody, goody, and goody, you goody. will say if you're buying it or you're cleaving it, yes. and you will let me know why. Okay. okay, I'm still trying to figure out who won last time. I don't know. Um, okay. I won because we were all thrilled. With your answers. Okay, so um, No, the listeners won. Um, anyway. Okay. I'm not sure if that's Alpha, true. Alpha is going to kill Carol. Nope. Alpha. Carol's not dying anytime No, you don't season. say nope. You say. Oh, cleave it. Cleave it. Okay. Kim's going to cleave that. Carol's not dying anytime soon because she's too important to the story. That's why. Um... And Alpha's not powerful enough because Carol's a badass. Yeah, I'm going to cleave that one too. They're not going to have those two kill each other. Mm-mm. Someone okay. else is someone else is going to probably step in. They're going to if anything, they will work that that relationship to where it seems like they're going to want to kill each other and someone else is going to step in to kill Alpha. So they're going to kiss and have a pillow fight? No. No, probably not. Oh. No. Oh. But they're they constantly they're constantly going to be arguing with yeah. with each other. There's going to be um Maybe Carol's going to send over cookies that look like uh, Whisperer masks with, like, knives in them or something like that. You know, some kind of... What? But then someone else is going to have to come in and actually kill off Alpha. I think Alpha's going to die at some point, easily. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think that's an obvious one. Or Um, or it could be something like Beta ends up killing her. Ooh, or Alpha finds a balloon and drifts off into the wind. Yeah, it could be. But, yeah, no, Beta's like, because he's already not Mm -hmm. happy with how she's leading the group. Yeah, Beta's got a, yeah, interesting. That's a good point. That's an interesting point. Beta's maybe got some play in this. Yes, I got an interesting point. All right, next. Okay, go ahead. Um, (laughs) Next. (laughs) Um, Negan's crowbar will be the new Lucille. No. You don't think so? Leave it. Um, I think they're gonna let. I'm. Gonna, I think they're gonna let uh, Negan keep that one. I think it'll be a stand-in for a little bit yeah. until he gets Lucille back. Well, I think um, Aaron was already pissed off at Negan was gonna let him have the weapon. Uh, obviously, Negan is attached to that um, in some way. He went back and got it, even though all this stuff was happening with Aaron in the first place. Mm-hmm. And he shows up again with it to to save Aaron's ass by killing those other two walkers and. Yeah, so that, that'll be his new Lucille. Yeah. Okay. Can I chime in on that one? Sure. Yes. Um, I would say cleave it. Negan's trying to fit in. Negan doesn't need to have another symbol that looks like Lucille. Correct. That would hurt his ability to be able to fit into the community. So I think that was a that was a him protecting himself, but I do not think he's... I think he's smart enough to realize he doesn't need another weapon that he's mm. walking around with. Did you see on the Talking Dead that they said that they painted the stick that he was using to look like Lucille? Really? Hmm. Yeah, the same color. Because it had the reddish hue. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, not sure why that. they would do that. Hmm. Well, they thought it was okay. unique and cute. 
Um, okay, okay, our last one. Yep. Eugene is going to kill Coco. What? Coco's the kid? Uh-huh. Cleave it. No, that's not happening. He's not going to kill a baby. He's too sensitive to kill a baby. Are you kidding me? Yes. Yeah, that's true. Especially Rosita's baby. She would hate him forever. And that's that would be his worst nightmare. Although yeah, he but might, I mean, wouldn't he you might... kill that baby just because of the name? Ugh, no. Coco? He might, he Coco? might send it to uh, space on that satellite he just found. No, that's not happening because the satellite like the has been monkey. grounded. Coco <laughs> is also the name of... Monkey. The girl from Friends. Um, What's her name? I don't know. Friends? Really? Uh, Friends? No, Coco, Coco was on Seinfeld, and that was from Mr. Gruber's company where he gave everybody a name and George wanted to be T-Bone. Mm-hmm. But instead they named him Coco because no. he looked like a monkey. <laughs> but the girl from Friends <laughs> named her baby Coco. <laughs> I just Seriously. don't remember That's that. That's just a little weird piece of... Okay, I never, I never watched Friends, so I, I can't help you on that one. Uh, yeah. I did watch Friends, and I don't remember. I'm going to have to... Um, I believe oh, you. It's going to kill me. Um, yeah, no, but you know, you brought up one thing, though, I wanted to ask you about. Who? All right. Both of you. Cox. What's um, her name? Yeah, Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox named her kid. She named her Coco. baby Coco. Never yell yeah. out Cox. Oh. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> um, so, uh, the satellite. Yes. We didn't, we didn't talk much about the satellite. Yeah. Uh, they and this thing, except for Eugene, brought it up. He did bring it up when they were they were having the argument, and I think the uh, yeah. Oh, and by the way, by the way, I thought the town meeting was great. Yeah, I thought that scene was really well done, especially since we actually heard from uh, some of the people that were in the highwaymen. Yeah, the highwaymen. Right. The woman stood up and was like, "Yeah, stop talking mm-hmm. about the satellite. I don't care right. about the satellite." So I, I'm really curious. I mean, I think the fact that Eugene brought it back up, there's going to be some play on that satellite at some point. Mm-hmm. In this in this show, mm-hmm. um, I'm curious as to where that's where that's going to take us. I think it'll be the parts from the satellite. It's going to be a lot of shut up, Eugene. Shut up, Eugene. And then he's going to show up with something that's like, Brilliant. I just mm-hmm. made a drone. I just like, made oh, a radio sweet. out of two coconuts. Yeah. All right, Professor. He's going to say, but, Oh, and Amazon will deliver anything we want. Exactly, as they take over the world. Yes. Anyway. I just want to mention that because I thought that was kind of interesting, but I'm going to move on. Okay. So we had a lot of listener comments this week. Scott? Um, Mbop, a.k.a. Chris at Cutie Poison 10 said, More Negan. I don't care uh, for the whispers. Sorry, but they bore me. Really? Mm. I, I'm, 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 I'm with Mbop. <laughs> well, we know you Mbop. are with Mbop. I'm with him, Bob. And I, actually, no, I mean, I, I, I thought Negan was great, and the whispers still are not intriguing me that much, even though I could relate to them because I'm I lost curious. my voice this week. And you're doing great now. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's come back. You drink enough beer, your voice comes back. And you're excited. I am. Maureen Fairhurst at Hey Mo 517 said, <laughs> I'd also love to have more Negan scenes, but did enjoy Sunday's episode. It was definitely creepy. Mm-hmm. I agree. It was? Yep. David Valentine at DV Orlando 2 said, Disappointed. Why our heroes are so scared of these people? 
Also, the lifestyle of the Whispers is not credible. Again, I watch so I can listen to the pod, and I watch this show on my DVR, fast-forwarding half the garbage. Oh, really? So, David, you need to give it another try. No, I think think David's got the right priorities. He's listening to us. And (laughs) he has to keep up with enough of the story to be able to understand what we're talking about on the podcast, because we are, in essence, delightful. Oh, well, well, I can't. I can't argue with it. Yeah, you I can't guess, argue. I, I guess you're that. right. I guess you're I right. Mean, no. Seriously, right. Cash Cooper at Cash Coop said, "Loved the creepy atmosphere, which was enhanced by the music." I agree. I thought the music was very good with this. Mm-hmm. Um, they have tended to do well airing around Halloween. Solid ep overall, but I hope they proceed quickly and do not drag out any of the whisper storyline. I agree. I agree. Yeah, you know, and they do tend to melt some of that stuff. But then, so, you know, I got to say this. We, we bitch about the fact that they, mel- you know, they milk some of these storylines. But then sometimes they just kill off the storyline suddenly. And it was like, why did we Too ever fast, yeah. contributed? You know, why were we, uh, you know, invested in this? So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I am in- totally enjoying the Whisperer storyline. I love oh, all good. of it. Well, good. You you, you like um, you, you like her uh, uh, snake charmer. I do action her, going on. Yeah, her little neck thing going on. Yeah, yeah, the, I like the, it. The the Mrs. Negan thing. It's that's all cool. about her moving with the dead. That's I mean that's her thing. Yeah, it was like okay. um, I think uh, Mark brought it up last week. Like, do you really need to do like the jaw thing too? Like, look like you're bite bite biting. Like you know, because she was doing <laughs> that in last episode. And I this mean, is true. She's in character. She's, I mean, she said you, it, to be with the dead, you have to be one of them. So, yeah. Yeah. She just kind of keeps moving that way, I guess. Yes, um, exactly. Laura Grimes at TWD Lotzi said, TWD is so freaking awesome. As huge Aaron fan from the start, I couldn't be happier to see him having more screen time. Agreed. I like Dante. He is kind of weird, though. <laughs> yeah. Eugene mm-hmm. deserves some love. <laughs> Carol's visions were heartbreaking and glad to see Gabriel's leadership. Amazing final or amazing end, I guess. Yeah, so, you know, she brings up a really good point, though. I did really like seeing um, Gabriel, Gabriel. Yeah, being, I was being say a that leader too. and taking charge of the situation and all, too. I thought that was really good. I agree. <clears throat> being like, you know what? Screw it. This is what's happening. Well, even I've during made the, my say. That's what's Even, even during the uh, town hall scene and so forth. Yeah. You know, he was obviously in charge. Yeah, I like it. Um, Joe Johnson said, I'm thinking Beta saw the weakness in Alpha as of late and is sending the waves of walkers to Alexandria without her knowledge. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Hmm. Why else would he not be in the scheduled meeting that took place? Good point. Side tangent. I always felt Carol was to blame for Glenn and Abe's death. Uh, Nobody would have left Alexandria looking for her and fell into Negan's trap. Oh, wow. Man, man, now that's I deep. Joe, going back Joe made a bit. two really interesting observations there. Yeah, with Beta first. Yeah, maybe, maybe it is Beta. Maybe it is Beta working counter to uh, to uh, what Alpha's doing. I, I mean, I don't know if I buy that, but it certainly is a, a interesting premise, you could say. Mm-hmm. And um, and Carol being responsible for Glenn and Abe's death. Interesting. Yeah, I did find it a little weird at the start when they were. Um, I, I I didn't believe that it was the whispers that were doing it, but then they explained why it wasn't the whispers that were doing it. Well, who's doing it? Well, they're saying no one's doing it, right? They're saying it was 
being done because of, wait, what happened? Something happened. Um, well, yeah, yeah, but 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 we were shown in that last ep or the episode before the last episode that where all the uh, the tens of thousands, which I'm still scratching my head about, the tens of thousands of walkers were kept in that uh, ravine or whatever were gone, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Um, so those are the walkers that are coming in waves. So who did that? Well, How did the they point. get out? Like, is there some? Are we supposed to believe there's somebody else out there that's doing this? I I still think it's I still think it's um, Alpha. I do too. I think she's just trying to control the situation. Yeah, she's not trying to destroy them, but she's trying to keep them corralled. Okay, okay. Are, are we supposed to assume? And again, sorry if I'm playing catch up here. That mm-hmm. how many seasons ago did we see all the walkers that were in that ravine? We're supposed that was, to. That was seven or this, something. No, what we? No, 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 no. This is like, a different ravine. This is this is this is the one that this is the one that Alpha showed to Daryl. Remember, she showed Daryl this ravine and then let him go. Mm. And mm. now, in that episode, either last episode or the episode before, she she uh, we saw Carol looking out, or or Daryl showed Carol that ravine. Yeah. And it was empty. Okay, so that's supposed to be the tens of thousands of walkers yes, that they had? Yes, okay. yes, exactly. So someone yeah, had to let like them that. out of that valley. But they're coming from different directions. Yes, so. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't know what they're trying to pull with, with the storyline on that one. Uh, I don't either. Yeah, that one, okay. I think, yeah, Joe's comments were good, though, at least. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. All right, so Schrodinger's cat at In Paradox State says, Ah, Easily one of my favorite episodes of the last two seasons, an excellent balance of creepy tension and action, moving Whisperer arc forward, and finding time to develop some key characters and duos. Daryl and Carol, Aaron and Negan, Rosita and Eugene, Sadiq and Dante, Michonne, with all of them as leaders. Love Alpha's layered and an unpredictable vil- villain, even sentimental at times, not a cartoon one-note villain like Negan and Saviors were under Gimple. You never mm. know what bitch is going to do. <clears throat> she lied about forgiving Carol, probably sent those hordes to Alexandria, and Negan's not annoying anyone. Yeah, I mean, I think that I think it's all good points. It's it's really funny. I really hadn't considered too much of the whole issue of who sent the hordes and so forth. That does that does bring some uh, provocative thoughts into this. Is who is responsible for those hordes? Right. I mean, it could even be Carol, who's like, you know what? I'm going to scare all of y'all into thinking that it's Alpha, so that you will be more cautious. Okay, I think you're really reaching that. Now. Yeah, I think that's a bit of a reach, but <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, things. Yeah, yes. you're right. Things. It happen. could. It could be. It, you know, it, it could be Coco. It Maybe could be Coco's Coco. not happy Coco. with the situation, and yep. Coco's just like, she needs hey, a diaper uh, change. yeah, I need a diaper change. Eugene's a little slow at the gun there. Mom, get off your ass. So I think yeah. it's Dante. It's definitely Dante. Well, you know, Dante's, yeah. Emmeline Veltkamp said, fantastic episode. I love that they seem to be setting up a real psychological fear element this season. Carol's real, not real drug state was so unsettling and reminded me a little of Lydia's Real, not real. Uh, when remembering her father's death. Oh, no, that's true. Yeah. That was that's a good uh, good point because that was a lot of contrast. Um, yeah, I mean the layers of Carol's delusions were really interesting. 
Carol Blair said, Negan. It is amazing how your thoughts of characters can evolve. I eventually felt bad for Negan and wanted him to fight back. Just not believable he would just take it. I want him to move on. Carol. I agree. I thought her hallucinations would get her or someone in group in the group killed. Sad to see. Just don't know where else her character can go from here. Punishment. Interesting to see how they used walkers to tactically silence them. They have to find leverage. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think the thing about Negan, um, I think we've learned quite a few times that Negan Negan is a uh, he's a very tactical person, and he doesn't with all the stuff we saw with Sanctuary and stuff like that. You know, with with all the theatrics and stuff like that, we didn't see him go off. You know, I mean, he was always very calculated in what he did. Mm-hmm. And and I think even in this kind of a situation, you can see him. He was getting angry, but he still he has an arrogance about him that is like, I'm 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 smarter than the rest of you. Yeah. Just um, you know, you keep going. Mm-hmm. I will answer this if I need to answer this. It's it's a frustrating arrogance, and right. it's meant to be. Right. And I I think he just he just doesn't um, he doesn't respond if he doesn't have to respond. Yeah. Right. And he will respond if it does, if it, you know, if it it improves his position. If it doesn't, then he's not going to respond. Well, exactly. He's very manipulative. So I guess that's for my earlier question is that, you know, what's he trying to manipulate his position into at this point? Mm -hmm. And and like I said, I think his his manipulations are are nothing more than to be accepted into that society because they offer the best of chance for his existence. Yeah. Yeah. Or to take Um, it over. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I I don't think that's I don't think what it, his, I don't think it's I don't think he needs to. No, and I think I don't I don't think he's ever going to set his sights that high unless the opportunity presents itself. Sure, you know it's exactly. like he'll he'll always put himself in the best position, uh, mm-hmm. but be diplomatic. I mean, he's a politician. Right. Yeah, uh, I don't think he definitely thinks he has to be in charge. No, he has to be in charge if he thinks he's not going to be something that can be held. Mm-hmm. But, but if he gets control, he would not oh, yeah. shy away. No. No. Mark the Barnway said, oh, we all know Mark. Great music. <laughs> Good guy. Great music. Uh, yeah. Mark said, uh, my Lord in heaven and Satan below. <laughs> did you feel that? I mean, did you really, really feel that? Actual <laughs> tension, which I thought we literally going to lose Carol. I thought that there was a uh, very strong possibility <laughs> Alpha was going to kill her or have her killed at the at the border. I haven't uh, I haven't felt this apprehension and nausea in a long time. Well, I was nauseous last week for for reals, but <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> he was sick. He was super sick. He toughed it out. Now, what you should have said was, "My Lord in heaven and Satan below." Isn't that what, what I said? Sh- no. Yeah. I think I did. No. All I think that in a box it. of biscuits. Yeah. Yeah, I think I nailed it. I think okay. I nailed it. It's great. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so next time on The Walking Dead, Season 10, Episode 4, Silence the Whispers. All right. Still paranoid Alexandrians get riled up over the whispers and take their fear out on Negan. Back at Hilltop, the group deals with an unexpected safety issue. Dysentery? <laughs> Maybe, possibly. possibly faulty light switches. <laughs> oh, oh, water 
were near the electrical outlets. Yeah, That's it could be. It, it could be. Yeah. Yeah, it's a rainstorm and no, not enough burlap. Yeah. Um, pork chop sandwiches. Yes, pork chop sandwiches. Uh. <laughs> Good times. Yep. Wrap it up, box. All right, everybody. <laughs> if you'd like to write to us, you can reach us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, we are at fearmepodcast. <laughs> and on Facebook, we are at facebook.com slash fearmepodcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Good night. Good night, everybody. You just see me.